You wouldn't want your favorite team to play only one side of the ball. So when it comes to insurance, why settle for someone that can handle only your auto policy? Bring your home and auto insurance to Allstate now and you can save big on both. You deserve someone that can tackle more. That's Allstate's stand. Are you in good hands? Hey, football fans, call Allstate agent David Monroe at 610-359-1244 today. Subject to availability and qualifications, Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company, Northbrook, Illinois. Hey, Tigers fans, did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia Pretzel? Because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly Pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly soft pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, even for a quick snack, and you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Brumont, Springfield, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr. Or visit their website at phillypretzelfactory.com for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. Suffering from back or neck pain, injury, or headaches? The Advanced Chiropractic Center and Dr. Tom Graziano have been serving Marple Newtown and Delaware County residents for over 15 years. Dr. Tom Graziano enjoys helping his patients without drugs or surgery. He takes a gentle approach, utilizes current techniques, and has several massage therapists on staff. Advanced Chiropractic Center accepts all kinds of insurances, including most HMOs, as well as accident cases. It is the mission of Advanced Chiropractic Center to take their time with all of their patients and give them the care they deserve. Do you have a question? Just mention that you heard about Dr. Tom Graziano from the Tigers Radio Network or Marble Newtown Football for a free consultation. Call the Advanced Chiropractic Center at 610-356-2300. Zach's Hamburgers is a proud sponsor of Marple Newtown Football. Come visit any of our five restaurants located all across Delaware County in Aston, Crumlin, Havertown, Folsom, and Media. Determine for yourself why Zach's Hamburgers was voted the best hamburgers in Delaware County. Our family atmosphere, fresh ground beef, and sandwiches cooked to order are one of a kind. Don't forget to ask about the burger of the month as well as the Sunday special. For more information, visit our website at www.zaxburgers.com. Come taste the difference at Zach's Hamburgers. And go Tigers! Looking for a fun night out with friends or family? Visit Sprawl Lanes located on Sprawl Road next to the Dairy Queen. Voted best place to bowl in Delaware County by the Daily Times, Sprawl Lanes is equipped with 36 lanes with automatic scoring, a sound system, full-service snack bar, an arcade, and pro shop. Sprawl Lanes offers a variety of open bowling specials, package deals, and leagues for the casual or more serious bowler. Interested in having a birthday party? Choose from three different packages that will make your special occasion a memorable one. Stop by the center or visit the website at www.sprawlanes.com for pricing information or to book your next experience. Speak with one of the qualified staff members by calling 610-544-4524 today. Heidi, over here. Is this thing on? Oops. Can you spell your name for us, please? H-E-I-D-I. Heidi. So what are you announcing today? The new High Five menu from Friendly's is here. Five of your favorites, each just five bucks. High Five. Why the High Five? 
five. A high five is the ultimate sign of friendliness, hence the high five menu. What's on it? Well, we've got our fresh crispy chicken salad or our loaded waffle fries. Then we've got our always fresh, never frozen all-American burger with cheese, a tender grilled chicken wrap, and the turkey club supermelt sandwich that all come with fries. All five bucks each? If you have five bucks, you have options, people. High five. We've heard Friendly's is collecting a trillion high fives. Can you confirm? I sure can. You can follow us on Facebook.com slash Friendly's High Five and learn about our mission. We want to spread high fives all over this great land. Here, up top, high five. Only at participating locations. Huh? High five. Another coffee shop? No, not at all. Burlap and Bean is a family-owned and operated coffee house. What's the difference? Well, for starters, ambiance. You walk in through the front door, and the first thing you want to do is flop onto their overstuffed leather couch. From your comfortable seat, you'll notice that the walls have been richly painted with the warm colors of fall and host local artwork that rotates monthly. Sit back, take a deep breath in, and let the fragrant aroma of freshly roasted fair trade organic coffee beans roasted on the premises waft over you. Can you feel the stress of your day just melting away? Thursday night is open mic night from 7 to 10 p.m. There are always various forms of self-expression ranging anywhere from comedy, spoken word, poetry, music, and the occasional tap dancer. Burlap and Bean is transformed from a cozy cafe into an intimate music venue each weekend. Every Friday and Saturday night, you can enjoy a live acoustic concert. Get there early, as seats are first come, first served. For more information, visit their website at www.burlapandbean.com. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. He's got a man open in the end zone. Touchdown! Tigers touchdown! Five wide receivers, empty backfield for Collins in the shotgun. Three near side, here's the pass. Looking goes back, and he's under pressure, and he's brought down! For a big sack that time was number 65, Chris Kirkett. Weaverling under center. White and Duffy in the backfield, both as the blocking back. It's a delayed handoff, he gives it to White. He cuts back at the five, he's in for the touchdown. Weaverling's going to run big though, he's down, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Billy Weaverling on a broken play for Marple Newtown. We get the kickoff, Ryan White's going down the sidelines. 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, midfield, 35, 40, 35, 30, 25, 20, he's got nobody behind him, 15, 10, 5, touchdown! Handoff fake underneath, Weaverling's going to try and take it himself, he leans close to a, the end zone and stood up and finally, looks like he's pushed across and there goes the signal, touchdown Billy Weaverling, Tigers have tied the ball game. Moriarty takes his position in the shotgun formation, two-man backfield. Fakes the handoff. He's under a rush. He's moving towards the near sideline. Throws it into the turf, and it is intercepted. Intercepted by wow. White. One wide receiver split to the near side. Two-man backfield. DeFiori under center. It's a fumble. It's on the turf. Picked up. My vote. It goes to 40. 35, 30. 25, 20. Nobody behind him. 15, 10, 5. He's in for the touchdown. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Calling tonight's game from high atop the 50-yard line in Harry Harvey Stadium on the campus of Marple Newtown High School in Newtown Square, Pennsylvania, here is Vincent Gallo, 
Christo Garavales and Greg Pecco. And we welcome you live to Harry Harvey Stadium. Greg Pecco, Christo Garavales here with you for the start of District 1 PIAA Class 3 playoffs. And we have a good matchup here tonight between Marple Newtown and the Strathaven Panthers. A rematch of Week 3, Christo, and one in which the Tigers won 24-7 to and did a nice job on the ground and defensively. Absolutely, Greg. Those guys did a great job that night. They ran the ball well, tried to throw the ball a little bit, didn't complete too much, but overall, great game plan by Ray. Great job on defense, but um, you know what? Strathaven is rolling right now. I think they won five out of the last six. All their running backs are running well. They're, they're feeling playoff football right now, and that's just the way they play. And as you mentioned, Strathaven winning five of the last six. The Tigers have come in fairly steady into the playoffs. However, they did lose to Springfield last week and do have a loss against Haverford. So they've lost two of their last three. So interesting dynamics as we head into the playoffs. Strathaven slow to get out of the gate this season. Marple quick to get out of the gate. And now on the back end has has stumbled a little bit, but certainly in good position at, as a four seed to take on a five seed here. Absolutely. It's a great. It's going to be a great game tonight. But Strathaven coming off that win against Springfield, they Dominated the game 28 to 7. Tavon Howie, the safety, is is playing very well. He's playing very good football. I'm sorry, Teron Howie. Against Springfield, he picks the ball off in the end zone, runs 100 yards. Their defense is playing well. All three running backs are playing well, and they are hot right now. Marple had a tough game against Haverford. They lost by three points. Come back and beat Radner by two touchdowns, and then come back last week and lose to Springfield. Now they have to be able to come and put it together tonight, have their three-headed monster with Pham, Rosanio, and Moat. They all have to run the ball well because they have to keep the clock moving and they have to score points. If not, Strathaven's going to come out and blow the doors open. Now in 3A, there are eight teams that make it to the District 1 portion of the PIAA playoffs. Those eight teams uh, tonight will be uh, Pottsgrove taking on Pope John Paul the second Springfield. It will play Academy Park at home, and Phoenixville hosts Innerboro. So several teams from the southeast taking on teams from other portions of the southern Southeastern Pennsylvania area, uh, a little more north, I guess, for most of them. Uh, tonight, Marple and Strathaven, they will play, whoever wins this game will play Pottsgrove and Pope John Paul II, and then there will be two more weeks of District 1 play before the state playoffs start in earnest. Christo, tonight, what do you expect from both squads? You know what? Both teams run the same offense. They run the wing T offense. They all, they, both teams have uh, great running backs with Moat, with Pham and with Rosanio. Rosanio is a great blocker, and Pham brings the speed along with Moat. Now, on the other side, Strathaven, you have Griffin, and you have number 20, Andrew Crawford. These guys are young football-wise on the field. They've only been around the system for two or two to three years, and they've only been playing, actually, varsity football for one year. That's why it took them a little bit time to get used to the system in the beginning of the year. But now, it looks like they're rolling, and it looks like they have to just keep running the ball, doing what they do, play solid defense, and any team can win. And as the captains meet at center field, let's run down the names of the officials for tonight's game here. You have referee Frank Kennedy. The umpire is William Green. Head linesman Brian White. Line judge is Marty Topman. Field judge Dennis McGeehan. Side judge Mike Phillips. And back judge is John Scanlon. 
So we will await Frank Kennedy with the coin toss here. Uh, all three captains, Samara Moat, Kirky, and, and Rodinger meet at midfield here with the Strathaven captains, Christo, as we get set to kick off football here in a few moments on a cold night here in southeastern Pennsylvania at Harry Harvey Stadium. And Christo, we were down on the field. As, oh, now the coin's up. I'll hold that thought. Send it down to Frank Kennedy. Black has won the toss. So Marple Newtown has won the toss. They have elected to receive. We will return in a moment. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. The arrival of mid-November brings with it the District 1 playoffs. And tonight's first round matchup brings us a rematch of Central League rivals Marble Newtown and Strathaven. After downing the Panthers behind the strength of their ground game and defense in Week 3, the Tigers will look to defend Harry Harvey Stadium against the Panthers once again. Since the Week 3 matchup, both squads have been successful, and while the Tigers have been steady throughout the season to get to the postseason, the Panthers have won five of their final six games to roll into the playoffs. The PIAA District 1 playoffs start tonight with the fourth-seeded Tigers hosting the fifth-seeded Panthers next on the Tigers Radio Network. End of the National Anthem here at Harry Harvey Stadium. Greg Pecco, Christo Garavales here with you for the start of playoff football here in mid-November between the Tigers and the Panthers. As we mentioned in the pregame, a rematch of Week 2. The Tigers have won the toss here. They will receive. And Samaro Mott will go back with Joey Pham and Rosario to receive this one. And to kick for the Panthers is number 20 Andrew Crawford setting the ball up at the far hash at the 40 and Christo we saw a lot of squib kicks throughout the season I guess we could possibly anticipate the same thing here to start with the Tigers dangerous kick returners yeah absolutely you know what Strathaven's kicker was a little bit young in the beginning of the season I think that's why they planned on squibbing it and that's why they didn't go for the field goal they went for two that game so let's see if he got a little bit better during the season let's see how they kick here Crawford to kick the football. It is a high end-over-end kick. Looks like Moat will take it at the 11. Moat now has got a few blockers in front of him. He takes it up the middle of the field. He is hit at the 26th and brought down by Strathaven. Brought down by number 45, Ira Ferguson. Ira Ferguson sprinting down the field, staying in his lane, closing the closing the hole between Moat and him and making the tackle. Does a good job on that kickoff. So it'll be first down and 10 here, 11.52, to start this one at the Tigers' 26-yard line. And Reininger comes out to lead his team to start the playoffs. Near side of the field is Antista, the receiver. You have Pham, the near side wing back. Rosanio, far side wing back. Moat as the tailback. Reininger under center. 
In motion goes Fan to the far side. Now it's a quick handoff to Moat up the middle. He ducks a few tackles and picks up maybe five yards on the play. D-tackle right there. P.J. Plummer just dominated the center right there, fought across his face, and comes back and make the tackle on Moat. Marple starting off with the bellies, basically an iso. When you have the wing back leading, lead blocking inside, and Moat falling through the hole, he runs for about six yards, but P.J. Plummer is just dominating the center right there. Shiraki checks in for Antista. He's going to be the far side receiver this time. You're going to have Fam in the backfield with Moat Rosanio, far side wingback, Rodinger under center, ball at the 30 on second down and five. Rodinger takes the snap. It's a handoff to Fam on the sweep. He cuts back up the middle, makes a spin move. Looks like he picked up the first down at the 42, at the 38, excuse me. Number t- tackle made by number 22, James Griffin. James is the stud on the defense, stud on the offense, playing wingback and cornerback. And right there, Marple's running the 121 sweep, which is a sweep to the right. Fam squibs by right through the hole, runs for a gain of about four yards. He looks fast there tonight, so let's see if they can keep that ball moving. First and ten ball on the Tigers, 38, 10.54 to play. Near side, Shiraki the receiver, ball far hash. You have Fam the near side, wingback Rosanio and Moat are in the backfield. They are at about the 34. Ridinger under center. Ridinger oh. trips and he falls on the football for a loss of five. You know what, Ridinger right there, he was a little bit slow to pull out there, and he got tripped up when the center got pushed back by P.J. Plummer, pushing the center back right there, and Ridinger got tripped up on his feet, and he just falls for a five-yard loss. Looked like that might have been a little bit of a, a play action there based upon how slow that was developing. I can't tell, though. Yeah, it could have been a belly key pass. They like the belly a lot, so let's see what they come back with here. So it'll be second and 13 ball at the 35. Antista near side, Moten Fame in the backfield, Rosanio far side, wing back ball at the far hash. Rodinger now in motion goes Rosanio. Rodinger handoff to Moat. He tries to pick up yardage, but he is hit in the backfield for probably about a loss of a yard. Number 24, Brian Vendetta, the outside linebacker, does a great job identifying the belly. He just sprints straight up the field. He gets he gets Fam right out of the way and tackles Moat for a loss of one yard. He does a great job there. And right now, to let you know that there is a good, probably about a 5 to 10 mile an hour wind here today, and the Tigers are currently going into it as they move right to left on your screen. And this will be third down and 15 ball at the 33. And he's the far side receiver, well out to the far side of the numbers. You have Fan near side, wing back, Rosanio and Moat in the backfield, Rodinger. Takes a snap. In motion goes Fan. Far side. Pitch to Moat to the far side of the field. He tries to find a hole. He's hitting the backfield for a loss of another two yards, and they'll have to punt. Tavon Howie comes up from the cornerback position, sprints straight up the field, and doesn't let Moat get outside. And you know, you know what? Strathaven's doing a good job because on sweeps, you need to have outside pursuit. And when you have those cornerbacks tackling and making plays like that, it's tough to run that sweep. And right there, Tav- Tavon does a great job bringing Moat down. Howie back with Griffin at the 36. Kirkian's punt. It's end over end. Bounces at the 41. Tigers are on it. Takes a Strathaven bounce back to the 39 and stopped right there by Marple Newtown. Decent punt right there. Punt of about 40 yards. Kenny Smith sprinting down the field, bringing the ball down on the 38-yard line. And Strathaven's offense is coming down the field, and they look like they're ready to go. The man to watch for Strathaven's offense is James Griffin. He is in the wingback spot. And Tyrone Charles is the running back. In motion goes Griffin. He's going to take it on a sweep to the near side of the field. He breaks one tackle. Stiff arms another man. Ball comes loose! And Griffin back on top of it appears. (laughs) 
it's unbelievable that he recovered that because he runs a jet sweep. The alley's there open, and he gets up the field, and he's sprinting right through those holes. He's doing a nice job. Runs for only about seven yards, but he does just a total athlete, loses the ball, collects the fumble back, and Strathaven still has the ball. Second down and three here from the 45 of their own. And in motion now goes Howie. Hand off to Charles up the middle. He picks up five and gets the first down. Excuse me, that was Keith Descendis, the fullback. Brought down by number 66, Sean Ridinger. Sean playing the defensive end position on that belly right there. He does a nice job staying inside of inside shoulder of the tackle, blowing up the block and then bringing the fullback down. But Strathaven still runs for a first down. Mulholland under center. Far side of the field is Howie. Descendis in the backfield with Griffin he takes the handoff he tries to go up the middle he's got some men in front of him he crosses the 35 and is brought down at the 31 yard line big first down for Strathaven early right there we talked about it in the beginning of the game Greg when we're on the field Griffin was a stud right there they run a 121 sweep he has a little bit of a crack he gets through and he sprints for about 15-18 yards right there the ball's going to him he's going to make plays all night and Marple has to stop him and should mention that there are two Howie brothers, Taryn and Tevin. Taryn is 30, or is 42, excuse me. Mulholland under center. He's got two men in the backfield, a wing back. Handoff goes to Howie. It's Tevin Howie. He runs for about eight yards. He's bottled up finally by a group of Tigers and brought down at the 24. Brought down by number 66, Sean Ridinger. Sean doing a good job getting downfield to make the play right there. But right there, I'm sorry, number three, Tavon Howie from the fullback position. Strathaven's putting speed at their fullback position, and that's what you need. You need to get speed to get through those holes and run down the field. Right there, he runs for seven yards. Second and three, ball at the 24. It is seven minutes left in this first quarter. In motion goes Howie to the far side. It's a quick hit off the butt. As soon as he's hit in the backfield by number 68, Corey Power. Corey does a great job getting through the offensive line, closing the hole between the center and the guard, playing flat down the line of scrimmage and making the play right there for a loss of one yard. Marples D's hopefully needs to stiffen up right now and stop Strathaven. So this will be about third down and five. Ball at the 26 of the Tigers here after a big stop. So... You're going to have Griffin far side wing back. Howie near side. Descendas in the backfield. Mohan under center. In motion goes Griffin on a sweep to the outside again. He tries to cut back. He is bottled up and stopped for only a gain of about three or four. Brought down by number 44, Parker Moss. Parker does a nice job, a great job actually, coming across flat down the line of scrimmage in front of the guard and bringing Griffin down for only a gain of two yards. Griffin has the speed to get outside, but Parker Moss was all over him on that play. So a big early fourth down here. Ball at the 23 of the Tigers. 6.05 to play in the first. Mohan on a QB keeper. Looks like he may have it. He's got a big push, and he's down at the 20, so he should have this first down. Yeah, it looks like he got it there, Greg. Right there, number 65, Chris Kirkian brings him down at the end of that. But you get a, you get that big offensive line going, and he, all you need is that one yard. You get that push, and he runs for a three-yard game there. First and 10 at the Tigers, 19, 550 left to play in this first quarter. Mulholland jogs back to the huddle from the sideline, getting the play here. And they break huddle. Mulholland under center. Descendants in the backfield. You're going to have Howie and Griffin as your wingbacks. 
In motion goes Howie to the far side. It's a handoff by DeSantis up the middle. He breaks through one tackle and then brought down, tripped up at the 10. Tripped up at number 43, Ryan first. Ryan just trips up the fullback right there, but the fullback finds a nice hole, gets a speed, goes through, and runs for about six yards, and now he got second and one on the 10-yard line. So 5-11 to play. It is first, second down, and about one at the 10 here for the Panthers in Tigers territory. Descendis, Griffin are in the backfield. Howie, the wing back. Mulholland under center. Mulholland, handoff to Griffin on a sweep. He's hitting the backfield and dropped for a loss. Great job by Marple's defense right there. They closed that 121 sweep, which sweep to the right. Joe Vesco comes up, makes the play on Griffin for no gain, and Marple's defense is stiffening up right now. So far, Christo, it's, we've seen all sweeps and then a few bellies to Descendis, and that's been kind of the game plan that's gotten Strathaven into the red zone of the Tigers. Absolutely. And you know what? To be honest with you, Greg, there's really, in the wing T offense, you only have about three or four running plays that are the same. and That's really all you have. Third down and four. At the 15. Handoff faked. Mulholland's going to try and run. Looks like there might have been a hold in the backfield. No flag down. Mulholland's oh, got touchdown. the touchdown far side of the field as Shiraki was tripped up and no call. What? Right there, Mulholland runs a 121 waggle, which is supposed to be a pass to the left. He fakes the 121 sweep. He bootlegs around. He has the offensive guard in front of him to make up the block, and Mulholland sprints in from 10 yards out with his speed, scoring the touchdown. It wasn't a hold. It was a great block by Strathaven, and right now, Marple's down. I love the defer to your opinion on the flags. You tell it like it is. Well, yeah, absolutely. I'm not going to lie to you. And low snap. There's a looks like it might be a f- intentional fake here by Strathaven. Look to throw, and it is uh. incomplete on an attempt that might have been a two-point conversion. Anyhow, it is a six-nothing lead for Strathaven here in the first quarter. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football. Suffering from back or neck pain, injury, or headaches? The Advanced Chiropractic Center and Dr. Tom Graziano have been serving Marple Newtown and Delaware County residents for over 15 years. Dr. Tom Graziano enjoys helping his patients without drugs or surgery. He takes a gentle approach, utilizes current techniques, and has several massage therapists on staff. Advanced Chiropractic Center accepts all kinds of insurances, including most HMOs, as well as accident cases. It is the mission of Advanced Chiropractic Center to take their time with all of their patients and give them the care they deserve. Do you have a question? Just mention that you heard about Dr. Tom Graziano from the Tigers Radio Network or Marble Newtown Football for a free consultation. Call the Advanced Chiropractic Center at 610-356-2300. Back here to Harry Harvey Stadium. Strathaven leads 6-0. Set to kick off is Crawford. 408 left in the first quarter. Fam, Moat, Rosanio back at their own 10. Ball spotted up at the 40 for Crawford. Crawford on the approach. Kick is a line drive end over end. Fam picks it up far hash at the five. It was pretty deep. Fam now far side of the field. He's going to look to cut back. He's got some room if he can find it, but he is bottled up finally at the 29-yard line. He's brought down by number 24, Brian Vendetta. Brian does a good job closing the hole between him and Fam and bringing him down there. Right there, Fam had a little bit of a crease. If he was just cut it back a little bit more, he had one guy to beat, but he got caught up in the middle. First possession, Tigers did pick up one first down. However, a series of lost yardage that started with a trip up Jamie Rodinger at center uh, led to them having a second series three and out there. Rodinger under center. Fam, Moat in the backfield, far side Rosanio. 
And it's a handoff to Moat up the middle, maybe a yard if anything. Brought down by number 43, Jake Morris. Jake playing the inside linebacker position, does a good job identifying the belly to the other side, comes sprinting up the field and bringing Moat down for a gain of one yard. 3.40 left, second down and nine ball at the 30-yard line of Marple Newtown. As they look to come back here after Strathaven put up six on them and was unable to convert, whether it was a low snap or a fake field goal, we can't really tell, hard to tell. Anyhow, Tigers come out here at the 30. Second and nine. Moat in the backfield with Fan. Rosanio far side wing back. Rodinger takes the snap. Handoff fake to Moat. End around. It is sniffed out by James Griffin to Rosanio. And he is brought down for a loss. You know what, Greg? This is a whole different Strathaven team than what we saw at the beginning of the year. Griffin is all over the field. Their defense is all over the field. They're not getting caught up in the fakes. They're not buying any of the stuff. And they're coming all out to play right now. That's just good football by Strathaven. And we saw it in the pregame. You know, Strathaven, not to say Marble Newtown doesn't have some confidence, but Strathaven just looked confident to start in the pregame today. Anyhow, third down and 12 ball at the 27. Far side, Shiraki. Fam, the wing back. Rosanio and Moat in the backfield. Rodinger under center. He's going to look to throw. He's under some pressure. He's got to step up, and he is going to be brought down on a sack for a loss of five. He's brought down by number 24, Brian Vendetta again. He's been all over the field tonight. I think that's his fourth tackle tonight. And there he comes up with the sack. And Bridinger just sitting in the pocket having nowhere to throw. And Brian Vendetta just comes right through that hole and bringing Bridinger down. So here we go, second punt for Kirky, and he is back at his own 10. And you have Griffin and Howie now as they set up at the 50. Kirky and kicking into the wind right to left. Low snap, he picks it up off the turf. He gets the punt off, and they're saying his knee was down. (laughs) They're saying his knee was down at the 10, so Strathaven now has the ball on the Tigers' doorstep. Wow, that is huge momentum going the other way for Strathaven. They had the momentum already, and now they have it even more. Because you're getting the ball right now on the 11-yard line. You're up 6 nothing in the first quarter with two minutes left, and you're just rolling right now. So that's just unbelievable. Cold so Strathaven takes over at the Tigers. 11 is the final spot. And it looks like it's going to be a handoff to Descendus up the middle. He picks up a good chunk of yardage, about four or five yards. Descendus brought down by number 43, Ryan First. Ryan playing linebacker. He does a good job finding Descendus right there, but still Descendus running for about five yards, and now you have second and nine. I'm sorry, second and six. Second down and six, ball at the seven, 134 left in the first. Panthers lead 6 nothing. Mulholland under center. You have Howie and Descendus in the backfield. Griffin is the far side wing back. And handoff goes to Howie Farside. He slips down for a loss of maybe a yard. You know what? Marple does a good job being right there. But if Howie does not fall down, the hole that was there was unbelievable. There's a lot of green grass on the left-hand side. The 929 sweep, which was a sweep to the left, was working right there. The hole was open. And Marple just has to stiffen up right now. So third down and eight. Ball at the nine-yard line of Marple Newtown here. Clock ticks under a minute to 49 seconds here with the Panthers leading 6-0. Howie in the backfield with the Sindis. Under center is Mulholland. Griffin far side wing back. And Mulholland handoff to Howie far side of the field. Touchdown, Touchdown, Strathaven. You know what? 
that they just ran the same play twice. The first one, their coaches had to have seen there was a hole mile wide there. And again, they go back to the same play. The hole was still there, and they just score on a touchdown. And Strathaven is just keeps rolling. So here we go at 36 seconds left. On to attempt the extra point is Brady Higgins for the Panthers. And it's a good snap this time. It is blocked by Marple Newtown. So 36 seconds left in the first. 12 nothing lead Strathaven. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Oh, man. The Philly Pretzel Factory has done it again. They took a Philly tradition and made it even better. Now, you already know the Philly Pretzel Factory has the best soft pretzel. Well, now they're making a cheesesteak pretzel. That's right. A Philly cheesesteak on the inside, surrounded by those piping hot, fresh, chewy pretzels. This is as Philly as it gets. A cheesesteak and a pretzel? Incredible! How great are those guys over there? They've got their original pretzels, the cinnamon pretzels, the pretzel dogs, and the party trays. And now, the Philly cheesesteak pretzel. Bring them for tailgating, watching a game with the boys, a barbecue, or even a kid's birthday party. Head over to the Philly Pretzel Factory for the all-new cheesesteak pretzel. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. Back here at Harry Harvey Stadium, Panthers leave 12-0, Crawford to kick to the Tigers from the 40. Low line drive again. Picked up at the 7 far side by Fan. Going to try and find the middle seam. He bounces to the outside. Now cuts back in and brought down at the 28. Oh. Ball loose at the end, but it looks like... I don't see a blue beanie down, Christo. No, I don't, but the ball did slip out there, and they lucky to... Now they're, the they're saying Marble Newtown football, so yeah. they're saying down by contact. Um, he, he was brought down by number 52, Josh Johnson. So Marple Newtown finds themselves in an early 12-0 hole here in this one. 25 seconds left in the first. This will probably be the last play of this quarter. As Antista checks in, and Rodinger heads to the huddle. Ball at the 27 of Marple Newtown here. First down and 10. Antista's going to be near side receiver. He lines up at the hash. Ball marked at the far hash. You have Moat in the backfield with Fam. Far side, Rosanio, the wing back. In motion goes Rosanio. It's a handoff to Moten. Tries to stutter step in the hole and picks up no yardage. Josh Johnson playing middle linebacker just finds the open hole and just blows up the hole right there. And That's why Moten was stutter stepping to get to that hole because Josh Johnson was right in it. And the holes are not open tonight for Moten. And he he usually just breaks through with his speed and he's gone. But tonight he's having a tough time finding holes. End of the first quarter. Panthers lead 12-0. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. 